Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by the Associated Builders and Contractors of Eastern Pennsylvania. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here is Matt Cabry. The life sciences in Greater Philadelphia have long played a significant role, not just in our economy, but actually in delivering positive outcomes for patients and their families around the world. And today, we're really thrilled to welcome two guests. The first, James Fendrick. He's a native to Greater Philadelphia, and he is a leader of an organization called Rockland Immunochemicals. Jim, it's great to have you. Uh, Matt, thank you very much for having me. And we also are joined by a special guest, Han Dai. Han, thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. Great pleasure here. Han's a member of the GSK team. He's a fellow there and a scientific leader. And he's also here in his capacity as leader of the Sino-American Pharmaceutical Professionals Association of Greater Philadelphia, SAPA, as it's often referred to as. And Jim and his team at Rockland have a special relationship with the team at SAPA and work with and through that team. And Jim, I want to start with you because you are native to the area and uh, you actually now lead a very robust business that was started by your dad here in Greater Philadelphia. Share with us a little bit more about Rockland. Sure. Rockland is a family-run company. I'm president and CEO, and now we are focusing on antibodies and immunoassays. These are life science tools that individuals use to develop diagnostic assays, create therapies to various diseases, as well as perform basic research. And one of the reasons why we were an active participant in SAPA GP is China is a very important market for us. And uh, this organization allowed us to interact with many of our Chinese clients. And surprisingly to me is they also have a large community effort Mm -hmm. where they're engaging the local community, uh, which is important to us to help build the next generation workforce, as well as they are starting to spin out additional companies. Right. And spinning out companies is a really important part of the work that we do at Select Greater Philadelphia, because our role, as you all know, is to do business attraction. We want to welcome new companies to the Greater Philadelphia region and the type of infrastructure and connections that your team are able to provide, both at Rockland and at SAPA GP, play a really significant role in that. Before we dive into that, I I did want to talk a little bit more about Rockland, Jim, because I'm not sure if Rockland would be considered a a household name. Your clients are essentially the institutional researchers, correct? So I hope it's a household name to our customers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And our customers are global. We will work with individuals from Novartis, Roche, AstraZeneca, Amgen, Genentech, work with academic investigators that are in Japan, in Berlin, in London. Obviously, our customers are also at Penn, Stanford, Harvard. While we're global, we do have a local footprint, which is outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. In Montgomery County. Sure. No, that's great. And what's intriguing to me is you're really supporting the research that these organizations are doing. Is that fair? Correct. We provide them with the tools to perform their research, and we also act as a specialty CRO, contract research organization. So we'll work with cells, grow them up, we'll create, it's called vectors, we'll be an extension of their laboratory. 
And share with us a little bit more. You referenced this, that a spinoff of the old SmithKline or maybe the SmithKline French uh, back in the 70s. Your dad worked there and, and had a kind of an epiphany, I suspect, to say, let's go do our own thing. Correct. He saw all the money that was being spent in research, and he decided that he can do something like that. And so that's how Rockland came to formation. My mother took it over when he passed away. I had the fortunate opportunity working with my mother for over 30 years. That's great. It was fun and challenging. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Is there a kind of a secret to the story of the name? We came from Rockland County, New York. Nice. That's great. So you're paying homage, if you will, to your roots. Correct. Yeah, that's great. And it's a really good example of how the the life sciences ecosystem has evolved in greater Philadelphia with companies like SmithKline and now GSK, GlaxoSmithKline, with deep roots here, you know, with the other life sciences organizations, the University of the Sciences churning out, you know, PharmDs who are being very successful in the world when it comes to pharmaceutical research and um, starting their own pharmaceutical companies. We often talk about how a lot of these organizations were started by people who got their start somewhere in Philadelphia, either going to one of our pharmaceutical schools or working in one of the hospitals for their education and training, and it touches such a global presence, which is one of the reasons why I love to see the connection for international partners like you and the team at Rockland have established with Han and his team in his volunteer role at SAPA. So, Han, share with us a little bit more. You were not born and raised in the greater Philadelphia region. Share with us a little bit about your background. Sure. Yeah, I was born uh, in a city in China called Nanjing uh, about 39 years ago and then came to U.S. Uh, in 2002. So, basically, stayed in U.S. about 16 years, come for, uh, pursued my PhD, and then actually built a career here. And uh, I've been living for Philadelphia area for five years so far. Actually, when I first joined here, from come here, I joined the SAPA GP as mm-hmm. a volunteer started. Then actually in the organization, uh, growing with the organization, getting bigger and uh, increasing responsibility uh, until currently i am become the president of the organization for SAPA GP. So really I think uh, the daily activities we hosting and we I see a lot of passions among our members and touched by them and also inspired by that and to really lead this uh, uh, fantastic organization trying to you know help to promote the scientific excellence and also trying to um, facilitate the business transaction across the Pacific and provide opportunities to build a, a very multifunctional platform trying to bridging ideas with money and bridging talent with opportunities. So you were sharing as well that the Philadelphia chapter, if you will, of uh, the Sino-American Pharmaceutical Professionals Association is one of of several. Share with us a little bit more the reach of SAPA and specifically the history of the Greater Philadelphia chapter. Sure. Uh, SAPA actually uh, founded uh, 25 years ago in New Jersey. That's where the current headquarters is. And we have a total of seven different chapters uh, in uh, headquarters in New Jersey, as I mentioned, but also Great Philadelphia and the New England in Boston area, Connecticut, 
and DC mm-hmm. and Midwest in Chicago. We also uh, recently opened up a China chapter as well. So um, actually, the scope and mm, expanded, uh, I would say, nationally and internationally. Specifically for Sapa GP, uh, is founded in 2002, mm-hmm. about 16 years ago. As we chatted, you know, it's actually founded as a very uh, small organization with a, a small number of folks with common interest in a basement, but it's really grown rapidly over the past 16 years. And as an example, we had our past annual conference in June this year, had about close to 1,000 attendees. Wow. And well attended and also covered by a Philadelphia Inquirer. That's great. And many other media. And the thousand people who came together for the conference, where was it hosted, by the way? Uh, it was hosted in, uh, actually, the KOP. King we have a Sheraton, yeah, yeah. Sheraton Hotel. It's great that folks, a thousand people, were coming to the greater Philadelphia area to go to a hotel in King of Prussia. Where were these folks coming from? Uh, it's actually, again, very diversified geographic routes of all attendees. I would say majority was close by in Philadelphia area, mm-hmm. New Jersey, D.C., Connecticut, but also we have folks actually coming all the way from Canada and from Chicago, and also quite a number of uh, attendees come from China as well. Sure. So very diversified background. Yeah. So, Jim, I want to turn to you because it's one thing to bring folks together, like-minded individuals who want to partner, they want to learn, they want to share best practices and develop and evolve their careers, which is all fantastic. But at the end of the day, we're all looking for outcomes. And I'd love for you to share with us from your observation some of the connections and some of the positive results that have come out of the work that SAPA GP has been investing in for the last 16 years or so. So from the local aspect, while Han and SAPA GP held the event in Montgomery County and King of Prussia, one of the most recent events, we had the former governor of New Jersey, Florio, speak, mm-hmm. uh, and that was with the outreach to Camden County. Mm-hmm. So Camden County is doing a lot of great things for sure around uh, life science. So that's just one example of the local. The other aspect in terms of the community, they were instrumental in helping us uh, launch what's called the PALS Project in conjunction with murals of Philadelphia, where we want to create a series of murals for when bio comes back Mm -hmm. to the city next year. And bio is our largest trade organization meeting with pharmaceutical companies and biotechs. And here we're engaging inner city schools to motivate them to learn STEAM themed sciences, science, art. And they helped us raise over $180,000 CSL Bearing, a major contributor of this effort, uh, SAPA GP uh, got behind it and helped us promote this activity. Yeah, that's great because it's it's really important to get young people involved in thinking about what their career is going to be next and, and thinking about the technology and the life sciences that can be incorporated into their education to prepare them for their next career transition. It's creating the next generation workforce. Yeah, totally. And speaking of the next generation workforce, Jim, share with us, there's a couple of companies that actually have spun out of activities related to Sapa. Yes. Uh, so recently, uh, Zenhua Wu started a new company around cell and gene therapy. Mm-hmm. Another individual spun out a company out of Temple. 
and I think Han can uh, better talk to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, as uh, uh, Jim mentioned, uh, actually, immediate past president Zheng Hua, he actually joined uh, a newly uh, neuroscience-based uh, cell engineering therapy company called New Excel. So actually, they're working on transformational um, neurodifferentiation assets and to trying to targeting neurodegenerative disease and many other neurological disease. And also, uh, one of our young member, Hang Hang Zhang, actually, uh, he joined his mentor at Temple, mm-hmm. actually started to working on very exciting epigenetic assets to generate new generation medicines. That's great. So, folks, we're talking with uh, Han Dai, who is a fellow at GSK, and he also is president of the uh, Sino-American Pharmaceutical Professionals Association of Greater Philadelphia, also known as SAPA-GP. And joining us as well is Jim Fendrick. He's CEO and president of Rockland Immunochemicals. We were talking as well about the importance of community and how the life sciences community comes together. And one of the fun facts we have here at Select Greater Philadelphia is 80% of the world's life sciences firms have a presence somewhere in Greater Philadelphia, whether it's New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Delaware. And that's a really startling statistic. And it sends a strong message about the talent that we have clustered here, both at the research level with universities and organizations like Wistar and Penn and Drexel and Jefferson and Temple and others, but also the companies that choose to establish operations here that can really be successful because of the talent here. And Jim, one of the aspects that uh, would be helpful is I know there are one or two companies, one's down at the Navy Yard, and I think one is out in Chester County that have directly connected with uh, the SAPA GP team. Sure. An organization called Frontage Laboratories. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful organization. It's uh, contract research, helping people move their drugs forward. Mm-hmm. I think there's over 400 people within the Philadelphia region. They're growing rapidly. Um, that was an offshoot of SAPA connection where I was able to interact with them. Mm-hmm. And then another one would be a company called Wuxi Pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. which is located in the Navy Yard, yeah. w- which is focusing on developing the next generation therapies. And I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about the kind of quality of life, if you will, and the talent that we have here. And Han, one of the things that we were talking about before, you came to the United States in 2002. Yes. Uh, and you spent some time in Texas. You spent some time in Massachusetts. And now for the last five years, you've been calling the greater Philadelphia region home. Mm-hmm. Share with us your perspective on how our communities are different and the success you can see coming out of organizations like GSK because of their base here in greater Philadelphia. So actually, you know, we all know uh, Philadelphia is the birthplace of uh, American democracy. But actually, I don't think most people actually know Philadelphia also a birthplace for the American pharmaceutical industry as well. Right. Uh, actually, it goes back to the early 19th centuries, and with the nation's very first uh, drug mill was established right here in Philadelphia in 1810s. So ever since then, uh, Philadelphia has been a major player geographic-wise as a pharmaceutical center mm-hmm. worldwide. 
So um, if you look at uh, the area, we have a large number of pharmaceutical companies like Merck, Jensen, GSK, and many sure. others, and also biotechs like Rockland, Frontage, some have been mentioned earlier, and also more and more coming like Wuxi and others, mm-hmm. and also a large number of distinguished research institutes, universities, and hospitals. A vast number of talents and uh, really great research uh, around the area. The one thing I, when I come here, compared to you know Texas and Boston, I think it's a unique mixture in Philadelphia area. Particularly what you have mentioned, you know, with all the talents and with all the uh, research going on. But again, compared to the living cost, for example, with mm-hmm. Boston, sure. it's much more attractive. So you know the investment you can get here if you're thinking about. Uh, the return of investment potentially you can get a much better return of investment by investing the same amount of dollars here but still have equal quality or if not better talent pools available to do top-notch cutting-edge science particularly in philadelphia area one thing is very unique is the cutting-edge cell and gene therapy we sort of touch upon a little bit um, so far, there's three uh, medicine has been approved in gene and cell therapy. Two of them come from the area. One right. is related to the UPEN, one is related to uh, the SPARC, um, as people are aware of. And GSK also have a great efforts to work on you know, cutting-edge new generation of cell gene therapy product, so as many other companies in the area. And Jim, I want to turn to you to, to build on that and talk a little bit about the collaboration we've seen, because historically, we know that companies tend to thrive when they connect with each other and they collaborate with the university community and with each other. And to Han's point, we saw that with one of the first cell therapies approved, Novartis, Penn, and I CHOP all came together to work in a collaborative fashion. Do you see that in your work at Rockland? So I see that increasing at an increasing rate, not just Rockland, as well as side stories that I hear from my colleagues. And it's due to the outreach of uh, individuals at the Wistar, Mm -hmm. at Temple, CHOP, Penn. It's a very vibrant community. And then you have organizations that are really starting to come together to speak with one voice. As an example, there's Life Sciences PA, which is an advocate for our industry. They're now engaging SAPA GP to create a message Mm -hmm. so that it's not just noise. We're speaking with one voice globally to showcase the talent we have here. Absolutely. And Chris and the team out at Life Sciences PA, they're doing a great job. And frankly, you referenced Bio earlier, Bio International, hosted in Philadelphia in June of 19. Chris and his team, in the spirit of collaboration, they connect with the NJ Bio folks and with Delaware Bio folks to really put together a very appropriate and welcoming type of environment for the 18,000 plus or minus guests in the life sciences that we expect to join us here in Philadelphia in June of 19. And speaking of welcoming, and you referenced this as well, I want to drill down a little bit more because the greater Philadelphia community is such a welcoming community. And I say that because it has to be such a perfect fit for advancing the goals of 
Sapa GP in really connecting with international guests in China and, and in other countries. And Han, I want to turn to you to talk about how welcoming your experience has been in this community. Sure. Um, you know, if we're thinking about the geographically, even within the United States, uh, the Philadelphia area, you know, if you go south, we can reach D.C. and Washington. And if you go east, you can reach New York cities. So particularly from the pharmaceutical professional perspective, you know, we are very close to the financial center, but also very close to the government and the regulatory centers. And also, as I mentioned, you know, being um, uh, has an international airport here with good connections uh, across Pacific to China. So we attracted a lot of, uh, you know, Chinese industry, in particularly in the pharmaceutical, biotech, life science sectors. As you know, as last year, that's actually a new company called KBP set up a Dell shop in here in Philadelphia area from China. Mm-hmm. And also, as Jim has mentioned, Wuxi has also set up Dell shop actually many years ago in Navy Yard area as well. So, you know, being a central hub, geographically speaking, connecting many availability of uh, finance and uh, also regulatory help and also uh, talents from various different regions, it's definitely create a hub to uh, nationally and internationally. Absolutely. And there's no doubt about it. The access and proximity, which I actually attribute to luck, really distinguishes the greater Philadelphia region to all your points that you were mentioning before, Han. So, folks, we're talking with uh, Han Dai, who leads uh, the Sino-American Pharmaceutical Professional Association of Greater Philadelphia, SAPA GP. And also joining us is Jim Fendrick. He's CEO and president of Rockland Immunochemicals, headquartered out in Montgomery County. Um, And I do want to shift gears slightly and go to a little bit of a softer side. So, Han, you came to Greater Philadelphia five years ago, came to the U.S. in 2002. Have you been back to China? And what's the experience like to go back and forth if you have been back home? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I do go back to visit uh, my family on personal trip, but also because I have, um, I would say, business-related uh, CRO collaborations mm-hmm. with China. I do also actually go back to business trip as well, probably twice per year, averagely speaking. Yeah. So because it's a really pharmaceutical, is a global business. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of collaboration across the Pacific in terms of, you know, science and technologies. And also, you know, in terms of business transaction, like we partners with a contract research organization across the globe, including China, really to facilitate the project going at a fast speed and also be able to leverage the the global talents pools to deliver our goals and mm-hmm. to be able to um, also work locally with companies like Rockland to you know come up with a you know various highly synergistic team to work together to deliver medicines to patient mm-hmm. so thinking back on that softer side again though I, I'm curious share with us if you're comfortable with this what do you share with your friends and family about living in greater philadelphia what do you love about greater philadelphia i think you know the life here life quality are great you know and also the cost living it obviously the medium compared to other cities in mm-hmm. the u.s area and, uh, and and also one thing is the, the people here are very friendly yeah so it's a really uh, warming welcoming communities and as i mentioned as a pharmaceutical professional we have a lot of uh, you know friends and also colleagues and build a uh, very welcoming communities locally 
and Jim shifting to you a little bit of a different perspective because you're native to southern New Jersey is where you were born and raised and now call Greater Philadelphia home living out in Chester County, Pennsylvania. What do you love about Greater Philadelphia when you're traveling the world and you're talking with clients and colleagues? What do you tell them about why Greater Philadelphia is the great place to, to establish and grow a business? Numerous reasons. One, I did grow up here, so I, I'm truly a homer. So I'll also say the sports teams, whether it's the sure. Phillies or the Eagles. But you look at the environment, the seasonal weather. It's not too hot, not too cold. You can go to the ocean. You can go to the mountains. Relatively easy. Philadelphia is laid out in a manner that you can go from A to B with not an issue. The cost of living is a lot less than Boston or London or New York City. The talent pool mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, with any organization, you can't succeed without talent. And whether it's uh, individuals from Temple, Jefferson, Penn, the Wharton School, yep. it's it's just a great place. Yeah. It's really second to none. And and I will say that talent continues to evolve and, and that talent continues to lead the way in evolving, not just the life sciences, but businesses and industries across many different sectors happening right here in greater Philadelphia. I think one of the things why Philadelphia is such a special environment is historically we're a Quaker city. Right. And being a Quaker is very accepting. Mm-hmm. And so it it doesn't matter what culture you come from, what religion you are, it's accepting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, everybody's welcome. So I want to ask this question to both of you, but I'll start with you, Han. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see the next 5, 10, 15 years for SAPA GP? What's next? I think uh, the next of uh, 5, 10, 15 years, what we're really trying to do, is, as I mentioned, is to form uh, bigger communities with uh, you know other nonprofit organizations like Life Science PA, really form a unified uh, voice, trying to, you know, to some extent, influence the policies to help to bring a more vibrant um, uh, pharmaceutical communities here locally. Because as we have seen and we have said, Philadelphia has been historically pharmaceutical hotbed for you know past uh, 100 years and more right. but the recent in probably the last two decades we started to see fierce competition from area like Boston San Francisco's for talents for funding for you know investment but one thing we feel actually we have a lot to to give given the huge talent pool mm-hmm. and the cutting edge research ongoing but really if we can actually leverage that to have a more favorable, uh, obviously, policy environment to really bring the community together and to help us to improve our capability to compete in the, um, I would say, new pharm- pharmaceutical biotech euro to attract more talents, attract also more investment, to really uh, make the local house cow uh, community boom to compete uh, in the more, I think, uh, more fierce competition environment nowadays. And it's an important distinction I think we should highlight. SAPA is not just for folks who have 
Chinese heritage or no. Chinese connections. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. It's a it's an open community. We are very welcoming to non Chinese based members and partners. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, Jim has been a long term strategic partner for Sapa GP, and we also have a lot of local connections. Particularly for the past several years, we're really trying to outreach to uh, non Chinese based members because we have been um, realizing we can uh, being offered a, a very good perspective, a broader perspectives in the local communities from uh, non-Chinese members and folks. As a matter of fact, Jim is on our uh, advisory board. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of good advice and also bring a lot of new connectivities with local community from different perspective. It helps us to really, you know, uh, better merge into local communities and also put us more snugly into the bigger picture of the local pharmaceutical communities as well. And it's all about the value that you end up delivering. And Jim, I suspect you've gotten a lot of great value out of being associated with SAPA GP. Where do you see the organization going in the next five years? And want to also extend that to Rockland. But let's start with SAPA first. Sure. I've actually developed a lot of personal connections through the SAPA GP organization that I consider my friends. So that there is very important to me. Mm -hmm. In terms of professionally, SAPA GP is helping to promote the region to maintain its leadership in various areas, uh, specifically around cell and gene therapy. And for Rockland, I want to help create the policy and help develop the environment that maintains our leadership position in these areas of research and treatments. Excellent. Jim Fendrick, President and CEO, Rockland Immunochemicals. Thanks for taking time out to join us. And a special thanks to Han Dai, of SAPA GP, Sino-American Pharmaceutical Professional Association of Greater Philadelphia, really leading the way in global cultural connections when it comes to the life sciences. Thank you, Han, for taking time out to join us. And we really appreciate both of you sharing your stories right here on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you for having us. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit citizensbank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia.